0: So today, let us go to next verse of the Bhagavad Gita. I would share the screen here. <clears throat> so today, we will see text number 11 of the ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita that we are studying the most confidential knowledge, the most secret knowledge. So we saw how Lord Krishna has been declaring Kalpakshaye punastani kalpadav vistarajami aham The destruction and creation doesn't happen by chance. We see a lot of creation is happening. People are making, especially in Mumbai, we see many, many skyscrapers, high-rise apartments going up and prices are skyrocketing like their structure. And some people make townships. And some people, they can make islands also. Like the other devotee was telling, China is making islands, can you imagine? Island can also be created. So we, small human beings, small tiny fragment on this planet can create islands. And there are some extremely powerful human beings. Srimad Bhagavatam gives the example of Kardam Muni. So Kardam Muni is a very, very ancient sage of Satyoga. And he is the father of Lord Kapil. Lord Kapil Dev. He is incarnation of Krishna who came in Satyoga. And his mother's name was Devahuti. Devahuti was the daughter of Manu. Devahuti got married to Kardamuni. And she was the daughter of Manu. Manu is our uh, original father. That is why we are called Manav. From him, the entire mankind has descended. From Pandu, Pandav. And from Manu, Manav. Manu is a great king. And skyscrapers were existing at that time. Also, it is mentioned in Satyuga. We would not have seen of late, we would have seen our uh, houses and village that were made of straws and mud and all those things. But there is a description of skyscraper in the Vedas. And it is mentioned this Devahuti before her marriage, she was playing on top of her palace. And this palace was so high that a demigod Uh, I'm forgetting his name. I think his name was Vishwavasu or something. He was flying on his airplane. The description is also there. Just imagine 5,000 years ago, somebody could conceive airplane because they have seen airplane. So it is not that just we have created. Our airplanes are yantric airplanes. The Vedas mentioned, Srila Prabhupada explains. Yantra means machine. It follows the gross laws. However, the higher denizens of uh, higher planets They employ a higher science of mantras. Mantras means simply by sound vibration. Mechanical arrangement is not required. So those airplanes, they run on mantras. That is how uh, their function is. So he was flying on his airplane and then he saw Devahuti. And then he got so much bewildered that he fell down from his plane. (laughs) She was so beautiful. So Devahuti got married to Kardam Muni and she was living in great opulence and he was a simple Muni living in hut. So we think now that earning money is a very great, wonderful thing. Smartest people means right out of college, they should have a startup and make a lot of money. Then he's successful. <laughs> Once intelligence is measured by the amount of money he can earn. If he cannot make money, that means he's a foolish person. However, the Vedas classify the money-making intelligence In the third class, if a person is having money-making intelligence, that is third class intelligence. And higher than that, money-making intelligence is the intelligence of an administrator who was a warrior at the same time. It needs a greater intelligence to run the things, to control command. And higher than that, first class intelligence was intelligence of the philosophers, the seekers of truth. Who are technically called brahmana it is not a caste but those people who cannot but find the truth in their life we have some examples of such brahmanical character uh, a crude example can be one of our former presidents who was a very wonderful scientist and some people tell what all he earned in his life when he left his body here all that was left as his property was i think just four sets of clothes and that too, I think some of them were uniforms and a couple of pair of shoes. That's it. And he did not marry also. Very simple man, having faith in the scriptures, uh, very much believing in God. Very, very honest man. An entire life he spent in earning knowledge. Yes, although he could not do Brahma Jigyasa apparently externally. But any kind of knowledge, Prabhupada, tells if a person is seeking knowledge, he is having satvaguna. Some people don't care about knowledge at all. D S P two research karne do. Let me see my movie. Have some money for my enjoyment. That is my success. People don't bother. What is truth? But some people, they want to find truth. So that is called first class intelligence. Because it is common sense. Unless you understand what is truth and you follow truth, where is the question of happiness? A doctor knows truth about her body. Therefore, if you follow doctor, you become happy. So unless somebody knows truth perfectly, where is the question of happiness? And because people are have finished practically this civilization in which certain section of people, they dedicate their life to find truth. That is why misery is increasing more and more in life. So, Muni was such Brahmana and he was living in a hut very simply. These people, they are just bothered with understanding truth and they understand I am not the body, I am spirit soul. But what is that truth about spirit soul? They have no clear idea for that. They have to become devotees of God to have clear understanding of spirit. So they dedicate their life in the service of God in search of truth. So Kardamuni, like that, he was living in a hut devoted to God. And Devahuti, as a dutiful wife, was serving very, very nicely. And then she became very old, shriveled. And Kardamuni got notice my this wife, she's serving me so nicely. Never asked for any pleasure. So actually, Vedic system means people are conscious human life is meant for a purpose. And the purpose is self-realization, freedom from birth and death. That is why entire society, you live in whatever section it is called ashram, brahmacharya ashram for student, ashram means where spiritual life is in center. So what is the difference between ashram where I'm living now or the devotees live or where some other people could be living? This is also a concrete building. This is also made up of same cement and bricks and other things. We also have a kitchen, we also cook, we also eat, we also sleep, we also wear clothes. Why? But this place is called ashram. Ashram because spiritual life is in center. So from brahmachari ashram, it is optional. If a person has some desire of sense enjoyment, he can enter grahasth ashram. But that is also ashram. A person has entered grahasth ashram because the biological urges are there in the body. People think now grahasth ashram is, it is a license for sex pleasure. But actually, grahastha ashram is to minimize the sex enjoyment because it is the only thing which holds a person from self-realization. That is the very strongest pleasure of this world. So if a person does not marry, then he will have many, many partners. And then a person is never satisfied. So there is no limit to it. So in order to regulate this enjoyment, accept the responsibility of a person, take charge of his life, take care of your partner, and this will regulate your life. And the regulation safety valve is also given by Krishna. As soon as you enjoy pleasure, a child comes out. So, twice, thrice, five, six times, ten times, you can enjoy how many children you can bear and raise. So, unfortunately, this modern science has produced contraceptives. With contraceptives, now people enjoy every day. That is why the health is becoming very poor. Ayurveda says, Ahar, Nidra, Brahmacharya. These are three pillars of a healthy life. And people uh, don't know this. So, Ayurveda tells, If you have a regulated life, then what is the need of medicine? You will be healthy. And if you do not have a regulated life, then what a medicine will do? It can anyway not cure you because the diseases are because of not properly following the principles of a healthy life. That is Ahar, proper diet at proper times in a proper way. Nidra, proper sleep at proper time in proper way. (coughs) Sorry. And Brahmacharya brahmacharya means celibacy is very important. So even a grahasta was following celibacy before because uh, you cannot enjoy, a child will come out as soon as you enjoy. So people were very, very controlled. But now even though they are not controlled, they are enjoying every day, there is dissatisfaction. This is the nature of material happiness. So grahastha ashram, we can see from the example of Devahuti and Kardamuni, they did not enjoy with each other for a very, very long time. Because they understood we are coming together to regulate our enjoyment. Although some tendency is there, but let us try to regulate it. That is called Garhast Ashram. So Devahuti was serving very, very nicely. Knowing spiritual life is center. My husband is engaged in spiritual life. Let me serve the husband very nicely and I will advance. Now Kardamoni, he took some pity that she is the daughter of king. And she is serving me so nicely. So actually it is my duty. I should give give some pleasure. So he asked, so what what do you wish to have from me? Please tell me something. I wish to give you a boon. So Devahuti, what is a woman's desire? Please give me some children. Humbly, she put forth her request. So uh, Kardamuni told, okay. Now they were living in grass hut. And in grass hut, a person cannot have passion. That is why it is told, if you have to do spiritual life, you have to practice, especially in Satyuga, when they are following Ashtanga Yoga, you have to go to a forest or jungle in a sattvic place. So in a sattvic place, naturally mode of passion will not be there inside. So lust, greed, anger, they will be controlled automatically. Now to produce child, you need to have passion in your body. And that passion cannot be evoked in a sattvic place like a grass hut. So you told this is not proper place. So. Uh, In order to have passion, in order to satisfy the wife, now satisfying wife is also a person's duty once he has accepted. And the duty of wife is to satisfy the husband, vice versa. So as a matter of duty, immediately he created (coughs) a flying city. So such is the power of Yogi. China is creating some small island. He created a huge floating city in which there were very, very amazing buildings, waterfalls, many, many servants, and everything got manifested immediately. Such is the power of a yogi. And that flying city was able to travel anywhere in this universe, to any planet, in any portion of the sky. And he, just like now after marriage, they go for some neighboring countries. They would go to Thailand. They would go to uh, Australia. They will go to Dubai or US or Europe or somewhere. So, Kardamuni was so powerful, he took his wife to different planets. He took to Chandraloka, he took to this Kubera Loka, he took to different planets. He was so powerful. And they enjoyed a very, very long And he was another, uh, his potency is explained. Uh, anyway, so let us uh, cut things in short. The understanding is that people, some yogis are so powerful that they can create even a flying city. So, what to speak of God? God is so powerful that he has created this amazing universe rather many many universes he creates and he destroys so now krishna is telling in this verse now verse number 11 avajananti ma mudha manushim tanumashritam param bhavam ajananto mama bhuta maheshwaram avajananti ma mudha mudha means foolish person avajananti they do not know this fact about me what i've explained and they deride me. Moodha, fools, deride me, make fun of me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature, param bhavam ajananto, and my supreme dominion over all that be. Then what happens to those people who are not able to understand Krishna? sha mogha karmano mogha jnana vichetasaha. Lakshasi Masu, Rimchaeva, Prakriti Mohinim,itaha, Mohasha, Moga magh Karnu, Mogana, Viasa, Asha, every person has some hope in his life. Those who are I'm sorry, those who are thus bewildered are attracted by demoniac and atheistic views. In that deluded condition, their hopes for liberation, their flutive activities, and their culture of knowledge are all defeated so here it is explained some people who are not able to understand and realize this fact that krishna is creating this world as we saw in the last verse scientists understand the nature is working very very smartly and the nature has got built inbuilt intelligence nature is able to function automatically very very nicely nature knows when to create how long to maintain, when to destroy. But Krishna reveals here, maya adhyakshena prakriti hi suyate sa characharam that maya adhyakshena, this prakriti, this nature is not independent, just like any machine is not independent. It may have a controller who is sitting at a very relatively good distance. It may be operated in a remote controlled way, but nevertheless, it is controlled. In a similar fashion, Krishna is telling Maya Adhyakshena Prakritihi. The Prakriti, the nature is working under my supervision, under my direction. However, people are not able to put faith in this. So those who are not able to put faith that, no, no, this nature has come by chance or Krishna is not God. They deride, Krishna tells, they make fun of me. Manushim They tell, no, 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 Krishna is not God. Krishna is some human being who became God. There is a philosophy. Some people tell that Krishna, Rama, they were not gods. They did some yoga, did some meditation, and then they became God. Lord Shiva became Lord Shiva like that. So they tell uh, any human being, you can also become Krishna by practicing some yoga system. However, this is great foolishness. How it is foolishness? That is explained by Krishna himself. That is explained by uh the acharyas very very clearly krishna when he was very very small barely few months old a demon some people are writing they are unable to hear if you are unable to hear please click on the bottom left icon on the screen which is a mic icon then you will be able to hear it okay. so those people who are not able to understand krishna so this very nice example is given when krishna was very small a demon named Shakatasura. So he was actually a ghost, ghostly demon. He took shelter of a cart. The ghost can occupy our bodies, living entities, and the ghost can occupy non-living things also. So this demon took the shelter of uh, a cart and Krishna was lying under that cart. And Krishna was not even able to walk. He would just throw his hands and legs. You know, was a very small baby. And Krishna, he understood this is a demon. And Krishna immediately, by the touch of the toe of Krishna's small feet, you know, children have small feet. Immediately, and the entire cart, it immediately rose in the air, many, many feet high and got completely scattered. And people were shocked what has happened. And I think some children were playing as far as I remember Krishna book describes. And they told, no, no, this is what happened. By Krishna's kick, the cart got so high and got dismantled. People could not believe how Krishna can kick it. So anyway, they did some rituals and worship so that whatever ghost or some power is there, it may not harm Krishna. So even though Krishna was very small, he did this wonderful feat of kicking a cart many, many feet high in the air and killing the demon. Then another very big demoness came. Her name was Putana. Putana was a wonderful yogini and by her yogic powers, she was able to expand her body up to the size of many, many miles. I don't remember the exact count. It is somewhere of the order of Ten to thirteen miles, eight miles to thirteen miles some something like that, so just imagine what is eight miles, even minimum, and that was the it is like entire city floating, and she was flying in there. you can just imagine, so she was so very much powerful, and then putana, okay, somebody has wrote twelve miles, yeah, maybe, so the twelve miles was the height of Putana. And then Putana, 12 miles body, she would fly. And then immediately she assumed the form of a very beautiful woman. And then she also got uh, there. He, and un- she understood and she understood Krishna. They are telling he's, he can kill Kansa. Kansa is very powerful. So I should better adopt a very safe way of approaching Krishna. She became a very beautiful woman on the plea of breastfeeding the newly born child. She approached and, uh, She was trying to kill Krishna, but immediately Krishna understood that she is a demoness. And although such, the Putana was uh, so very much powerful, she took Krishna high up in the air. But Krishna not only sucked the breast of Putana, but also sucked the soul out of Putana's body through the life air. And then Putana fell down with her vast body. And uh, this is the proof that Krishna, even though when he was very small he was able to kill such a big demoness who was as tall as 12 miles. You can just imagine. So like this from various instances. Another instance is uh, Krishna's birth. When Krishna took birth, he did not appear by a biological process as we all appear. Krishna directly appeared from the mind of Vasudev to the mind of Devaki. Then he entered the womb of Devaki and immediately Krishna came out in four-handed forms with helmet, with club, with everything, all his paraphernalia. And uh, immediately they offered respects. Uh, Vasudev has come, Krishna personally has come. And then uh, Devki requests Krishna, Krishna, uh, if you show four hands, every person has to believe you are God. But many people here don't want to believe that there is some God and they want to enjoy like anything with no restrictions. So please, in order to bewilder the atheists, this is a very nice description statement by Deviki. In order to bewilder the atheists, please take a small, please take a regular shape of a human baby having two hands. And Deviki's mood was of that of care. She was not willing to reveal that some extraordinary child has taken birth. Otherwise they may cause some harm to the child. A mother can naturally think like that. Even though he is god, what mother is thinking, somebody may harm, seeing the extraordinary features of the child. So, in this way, Krishna took the ordinary form of a small child with two hands. So, from Krishna's birth, Krishna appeared in full Vasudev form, having four hands, helmet, Shank Chakra Gada Padma in his hands and all those things. So, thus Krishna is not an ordinary person. So, all those people are, Krishna tells mudha, mudha means they are foolish, who tell that Krishna was a human being and he became very, very powerful by practicing some yoga. No, God is God and dog is dog, Prabhupada tells. Dog cannot become God. So, God's position is undisputable. And some other people, they tell, Avyaktam Vyaktim Apannam, Krishna tells. Some other people tell, actually, the Supreme Lord, it is only some energy, Avyaktam. Vyaktam means manifest a person. And Avyaktam means unmanifest. Avyaktam, the Supreme Truth is unmanifest, simply some energy. And Vyaktim Apannam, that energy takes a form sattvic form in this world and that form we call rama in krishna so krishna tells avyaktam vyaktimapannam apannam unmanifest has taken a manifest form manyate mam a buddhaya. foolish people think of me like that and somebody tells no no you don't have to surrender to krishna you have to surrender to somebody the kal who spoke from krishna you have to surrender to that kal that kal is supreme truth within krishna the soul of krishna don't surrender to this a person who externally appears in a blackish-bluish color and having a flute in his hand. No, no. The soul within him, you have to surrender to that. So this is also foolishness. It is told in the Vedas. For us, there is a difference between our body and soul. But for Krishna, there is no difference. Dehi, Deha, Vibhedo, yam Neshware, Vidyate, kwachit. Dehi and Deha, there are two words. Deha means body and Dehi means one who lives in the Deha. That is the soul. Vibheda, there is always a difference for us. Our body is different, and we, the souls, are different from this body. But Vibheda, I am na Ishware Vidyate. This difference does not exist in Ishwar, in Krishna. Krishna is having control of all energies. No energy can force a miserable body upon Krishna. So that is why Krishna, inside outside, is only one substance that is spirit. Krishna's dress is also made up of spirit. Krishna's helmet is made up of spiritual substance. Krishna's eyes, ears, nose, everything is made up of spirit. That is why Krishna, about Krishna, it is described: angani yasya sakalendriya Vritti manti angani yasya sakalendriya. Any part of Krishna's body can do the action of other part, and it is not just fact about Krishna, but about all of us. When we become free from this body. We can also see from our spiritual hands. We can also hear from our spiritual eyes because it is only one substance. That same substance is manifesting as eyes, ear, tongue, uh, the spirit soul. But as long as we are in this material body, eyes function, eyes can do. Ears function, ears can do. But about Krishna, it is not fact. So some people tell uh, that, you sentimental about the Bhagavan Ji? you So they do not know this fact. How Krishna can eat? Krishna can eat simply by looking at the food. Angani sakalendriya vritti manti. And sometimes he can take through his mouth also as he wishes. So this is in the nature of Krishna's body. Param bhavam ajānanto maheshwaram. So the fools, they make fun of me. And then they don't know param bhavam. Bhav means nature. They don't know my supreme nature. Mamabhūta maheshwaram. My supreme dominion over everything. I am the supreme controller. These people do not understand. And when they do not understand this nature of Krishna, then what do they do? They have their own plans that there is no God in control. Everything is happening by chance. So I have to take care of my life. I need to think, oh, what what is the use of spending time chanting the name of some imaginary God? Let me try to work very hard, get a job so that by job I will have good money. And then I the money will take care of myself. In this way, we make our own plans. So Krishna tells in the next shloka that we read now, what happens to those people who are not able to understand Krishna? So Krishna explains, Mog Asha, whatever hopes you have, either for enjoyment of this world, or if you want to have moksha or liberation from this world, without understanding Krishna, that Krishna is a supreme controller, controller of all devatas, of everything. Mog Asha, their all hopes will be baffled over and over again. All the activities that you do, you'll be baffled in all your activities. What to speak of sense gratification, which is anyway, which anyway brings misery to us. Even great leaders, just like we have, uh, Srila Prabhupada gives example of Mahatma Gandhi, very noble, very pious person. Mahatma Gandhi did not have any personal interests, so-called, but expanded interests, he wanted to serve the country, dedicated entire life, followed strict brahmacharya to serve the country. But he was greatly troubled. Physically, he was in anxiety. Prabhupada tells wherever Mahatma Gandhi will reach, and people would chant, Mahatma Gandhi ki jai, Mahatma Gandhi ki jai. And Mahatma Gandhi had, has to close his eyes because he is getting deaf by all that jai jai kar. Because Prabhupada was also following uh, uh, the freedom's cause. That is all the leela of pure devotees. That is another... Uh, point of discussion but Prabhupada tells I have practically seen wherever Mahatma Gandhi would come people would start shouting Mahatma Gandhi ki jai and because of this he was not able to sleep in the old age so physically he was having great stress and after all this endeavor he saw again Hindu Muslims are fighting and so much trouble in the country even though he has become old Right from the young age, he's struggling, struggling, struggling. But the troubles of country have only increased. India is now more depressed than the Indians of the British rule. Then what is the use of this freedom if we become more depressed? More money has gone out of country than what Britishers took. Then what is the use of such freedom, such liberation? So, Mog Karmanaha. That is why Prabhupada tells when Mahatma Gandhi was unfortunately assassinated, In the newspaper, all the newspapers, they carried the headline. What Mahatma Gandhi spoke, he spoke something special that morning to his secretary. He spoke, I wish I die now. I don't want to live. I don't want to see this thing. I wish I would die. And immediately the same day he was killed. So just see, a person is dedicated. Some people realize that I've enjoyed my whole life, big celebrities, actors, rich men, industrialists, and then they try to do some service, social service, whatever. But even social service is not going to satisfy the living entity. If it doesn't, it is not directed through the service of Krishna. Without serving Krishna, neither the people will be satisfied. His own countrymen shot Mahatma Gandhi. Even now, many people criticize, nor was Gandhiji himself satisfied. So this is the nature of this material world. You entire life you dedicate to satisfy the family, family will keep on complaining, nation will keep on complaining and you will also not get satisfaction in satisfying them. That is the nature. Mogh Karmana, Krishna is declaring, God is declaring, if you don't understand, if you don't have faith that I am the supreme controller, then all your hopes will be baffled, all your endeavors for happiness will be baffled. Mogh Jnana, you want to get knowledge in this world, all your knowledge would also be baffled. Keep on sitting with the knowledge and a small virus will create havoc in your society. All the big industries, all the big scientists, all the big uh, universities, all the intelligent people, think tanks, they have all failed. moggyana you will be bewildered in your pursuit of knowledge also. So Krishna tells, thus Mamumaya maya duratyaya, this prakriti is under Krishna's control and it is very, very difficult to overcome that prakriti. So how, but there is one way to overcome this nature the nature only laws of nature give us trouble so there is one way to defeat all the miseries which are coming to us to defeat the maya then what is the way krishna tells now this is very very important so all of you 193 people i request please try to do this we have done various things for happiness we have seen our generations Generations have spent trying to become happy, but nobody has become happy. So try this solution Krishna is giving. Prabhupātas, you have surrendered to Karl Marx. You can subscribe entire your life just to follow the philosophy given by a person. So why not try the philosophy given by Krishna? Krishna has recommended a way of life, which is susukham kartum abhyayam, which is very, very simple and joyful to perform. Why don't you try it? This is what Krishna Prabhupada requests. So Krishna is telling, Maam, prapadyante, only those people who surrender unto me, maya they surpass all the laws of nature. And as we have discussed in the past, right from the current generation to the old ages, the devotees, they surpass even the biological needs of body, they surpass all the laws of nature. As we read yesterday in Ramaraja, death also will come with folded hands and and request the devotees, you want to die or not? (laughs) Otherwise you stay here. So the devotees of Krishna can immediately surpass all the stringent laws of nature. But the question is, unless somebody understands Krishna, how he can surrender? Yes, people don't surrender to Krishna, don't subscribe to this very simple philosophy because they are not able to understand Krishna. They do not know God. Unless you know that this person who has come to my house is a policeman, why would you surrender to him? Why would you let him search around your place? So that is that policeman reveals his identity, CID. Oh, sir, sir, sir. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the person becomes very scared. Oh, CID. He reveals his ID card. In a similar fashion, unless somebody understands that Krishna is Krishna's supreme personality, where is the question of surrendering? thee prabhu yes aap samaj jayenge kal hi se samaj krishna bhagwan hai puri bhagavad gita par dalta hu aaj baithke aur main samajh jaunga kal krishna bhagwan hai parso surrender nahi it is not so easy to surrender so yes in this human form we can understand krishna but there is a way and if you do not follow the way Kavayaha, the original intelligent person who got all vedic knowledge brahma brahma is so intelligent he can create all the planets he is creating all the planets of this universe Under the guidance of Krishna, even Brahma could not understand Krishna. When Krishna was doing these wonderful activities, so Brahma also got bewildered, Supreme Lord. They tell this small child is Supreme Lord. He is a Gwala. And how this uh, small child can be Supreme Lord? Everyone is telling Supreme Lord has descended. He has descended. Okay, let me test him. He wanted to test Krishna and he got bewildered. He was not able to. So when Brahma cannot understand We cannot even create a planet. Brahma can create entire universe. All all our bodies, all our mind, our psychology, everything has been created by Brahma. And Brahma also cannot understand Krishna. So Lord Brahma, who is our original spiritual master, the first spiritual master in our Guru Parampra is Lord Brahma, the first disciple of Krishna. So we belong to Brahma Sampradaya. So our knowledge is not created. Brahma Got knowledge from Krishna. Brahma gave to his disciple, his disciple, his disciple. This is the way of receiving Vedic knowledge. Nowadays, some people tell, no, no, I am so enlightened. I am self-enlightened. I don't need any guru. Krishna himself had a guru. Ram Chandra himself had guru. The perfect knowledge we can only take from this guru parampara. Krishna gives to his disciple, his disciple, his disciple. And then we take this knowledge. So, Brahma tells a very beautiful shloka. A person can become perfectly happy by surrendering to God. You can surrender to God. Unless you know Him, you will not surrender. So, what is the way of knowing God? Usually, when we wish to know anything, we need to use our intelligence. But Brahma tells here, Jnana Prayasam Uddhapasya Namanta Eva. Uddhapasya means give up. Jnana Prayasam Uddhapasya namanta eva you please become very very humble your the small intelligence has been given by krishna don't try to uh, become over smart that i will understand krishna from the small intelligence no unless somebody shows tremendous love engages in loving service of krishna nobody will be able to understand krishna so all this endeavor trying to capture Krishna using your mind, just like Yashoda. Yashoda was trying to bind Krishna using the ropes. And she was pulling all the ropes from her house. But every time the rope was a little short. And then when she became very, very tired, seeing the sincerity of the devotee, Yashoda, Krishna agreed to get bound. So we cannot capture Krishna using our physical body or mind. So Brahma tells you become humble and submissive. If you are arrogant, so Lord Jesus also said, Kingdom of God is meant for meek and humble. Humility is very, very important. And nobody can become humble unless he surrenders perfectly to Guru, to a spiritual master. Because if you don't surrender, no, so I'm very humble. Prabhu, what you are telling? My neighbors tell, my uh, family, they tell, you are so humble. Uttai namaste bolte hai, namaste bolte And he speaks very, very politely. He never speaks harsh word. He's very, very humble fellow. No, I don't need to follow Guru. No, you are not humble. Because any person who does not follow a guru, he is the most foolish and proud person in this world. People usually have the understanding that, no, no, let me not follow guru. Let us pick up all good things from all the gurus or whatever. And then decide for yourself what is right thing. Such a person is most foolish because he thinks he is the wisest person of the universe. He will decide who is right and then he will follow his philosophy. If you think you can decide what is right and what is wrong and judge everyone means you are the wisest person of the universe. Is it fact? It is not fact. So that is such a person who thinks, let me pick up good, good things from some people and and reject the things which are not good. And let me follow what appears right. He is foolish because he thinks I am the best judge. I am the most brilliant person of the world. I will see what is good in every person. And then I will follow that philosophy. No, This means a person is not humble also. Although apparently he can show humility. No, he is very, very proud that my intelligence is supreme. I will not follow any person of this world. Just take a few good things from everyone. No, this is not humility. And foolish people do not tell. Bhagwan ko sammajhne ke liye sab arti, smarkha ban jate hain. Then they will not use their own intelligence. I will hear from here, from here, cure corona. Mai. Then they run test corona, corona. Hua hai ki Every three days they would run. No. <laughs> so you cannot cure yourself without approaching a doctor. How you can cure your spiritual disease without approaching a spiritual master? So humility means Brahmatals become humble. So this humble means surrender to a spiritual master. That means. I am unintelligent. I am foolish. Using my intelligence, I cannot figure out what is right in life. So I need to find blind following is never recommended. Otherwise, Krishna would not not have spoken entire Bhagavad Gita. I would have told surrender. Otherwise, get lost. No. Entire science Krishna has explained. So blind following is not recommended. So use your logic. Use your intelligence. But by surrendering to a guru, use intelligence to find a doctor. Don't directly try to cure yourself. So use yourself your intelligence to find a right guru who can give you knowledge. Jnane prayasam udapasya namanta eva. So, become humble. Jivanti san Sat means pure devotees. Accept a pure devotee of Krishna as spiritual master because only a pure devotee, a lover of Krishna, can know Krishna. Jivanti san And lead your life strictly as per their instructions. And what to do next? Sthane sthita. There is no need to go to jungle in Himalayas also. You will not find Krishna over there unless you are surrendered to San Mukharitam, pure devotee. You are following his instructions. If you are following the instructions of pure devotee, whatever you are doing, you are studying, you are doing business, you are uh, sabji vendor, whatever does not matter. Shruti Gatam, keep on hearing. Tanu Van manobhi. So follow the instructions of pure devotee with Tanu Mana, with mind, body and words completely with your body you should follow pure devotee or guru with your mind and with your speech you should follow pure devotee and then simply keep on hearing the message from such pure devotee spiritual master ye prayase ye ye so such a person who is almost unconquerable krishna ajita who is never conquered by any endeavor jito api lokyam A person who is almost unconquerable, why almost? Because he is conquered by his devotees. So a person who is almost unconquerable in the universe, he becomes conquered. Because such a person has taken shelter of a pure devotee. So Brahma is telling the wisest person, the creator of the universe, the science of knowing God. Surrender to a pure devotee, wherever you are, simply keep on chanting, hearing, chanting, hearing. Shruti Gatam, simply keep on hearing about Krishna from such a pure devotee. Thus, here, let us see two more shlokas. Very nice shlokas, Lord Krishna tells. So these are the people who do not surrender to Krishna. They will be baffled in all their hopes, expectations of life. Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, Steve Jobs, and all those people got baffled. Mog Karmana, all actions would be baffled. Endeavor to have knowledge would be baffled. But then other set of people who surrender to Krishna, what happens to them? They are called Mahatma. Mahatmanas tu, but, tu means but. Mahatmanas tu partha daivim prakriti maashrita manaso gyatva bhutadim avyayam. Mahatma, they don't follow the material nature. They follow spiritual nature. The gurus, they belong to spiritual nature. They are not affected by the laws of this material world. So Krishna is telling those who are not deluded, the great souls are under the protection of divine nature they are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the supreme personality of godhead original and inexhaustible and what is the behavior of such great souls who know krishna is supreme very important shloka log bole kahan bhagavad gita me likha hai chanting karna hai kya hari krishna hari krishna karte rehte ho krishna bolte karm karo usse mujhko paoge foolish yes for the beginning it is important but this is the final most confidential knowledge, ninth chapter, Krishna is telling what is the final thing, highest religion. What do Mahatmas do who have understood God in fact? That is this 14 shloka. And that tells Satatam Kirtayanto, Maam, Yatantashtra Satatam, always, what they are doing? Kirtayanto, the same process that we do. Always keep on chanting the names of Krishna. It is the most confidential instruction which is mentioned here. Satatam kirtayanto maam dhadavritaha. And endeavoring with great determination. Namasyantascha maam bhaktya. They offer obeisances. When we enter the temple, we do dandavats, offering obeisances. Krishna is recommending. Nitya yukta upasate. Always chanting my glories, endeavoring with great determination, bowing down before me. These great souls perpetually worship me with devotion. So, Krishna is not telling the great souls are great Jnanis. They keep on reading the Vedas. He is not telling Mahatmas are great Karmis. They keep on doing some actions very, very nicely. He is not telling they are great uh, Ashtanga yogis. They keep on meditating. Here it is telling they offer respects to me. obi senses. Dandavat. Maam Bhaktya. Bhaktya means devotee. They are great devotees always engaged in my service, nitya upasate, they are worshipping me always. So this is the nature, thus bhakti yogi is the topmost yogi. This will be more clear when you read the shlokas which are going to come and also in the 12th chapter and in every chapter it is very, very clear. So not karmi, not jnani, not raj yogi, hat yogi, but bhaktia, only a bhakta is actually called mahatma and satatam kirtayantomam, Bhakta is not doing mona and sitting always. Mona is recommended for foolish people who just will take speak nonsense. So a person who has knowledge, he will always keep on talking. Satatam kirtayanto maam. And kirtayanto what? Kiska kirtan karenge? Some people tell ki, kisi bi devta ka kirtan karlo nahi. Maam, they will chant the names of Krishna. Shravanam kirtanam Vishnoho of Vishnu of Krishna. So this is the behavior of Mahatmas. So chanting is a bona fide process which is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. We openly challenge, if anybody recommends any other process, please request them for a reference. Where is the reference, sir? In Bhagavad Gita, other things are recommended to Arjuna, but Arjuna is rejected. It is, I cannot do this, I cannot do this. Please uh, tell me the confidential thing. This is the confidential thing. Always chanting the names of Krishna. And next line is, (laughs) Yatan Tasha endeavoring with great determination so as we discussed it two three days ago we are passive workers we don't have much freedom in life few things we will dislike we will run away from those things few things we like automatically nature will push us to attain those things we are passive workers as mentioned in bhagavatam so that is why even though we have understood krishna consciousness the forces of mind and body will keep us pulling down keep us pulling down that is why Srila Prabhupada mentions, Kapil Muni is mentioning to Deva Hoti, a person has to persevere. Perseverance is very, very important. You will fall down, trouble will come, but dhidvrata with great determination, determination is required. So that is why sadhana bhakti is important as we have been discussing. Like every morning we get up 4.15 on time. It does not matter what time you have slept. Sometimes it would become 1.30, 2 o'clock also at night. And the devotees are not a Prabhupada would be dissatisfied. I'm an old man. I'm all, always getting up. You are not getting up. Why you are not getting up? Whatever time you sleep, you have to get up at Mangalarti. This is called Dudavrataha. Every day I will hear Bhagavatam. So I'm glad to see that many, many people you are hearing this Bhagavad Gita class every day. But the enthusiasm may come down. And for most of you, it will come down we are influenced by modes of nature. When we are in guna we feel, okay, let me hear spiritual knowledge. And although spiritual knowledge is nectarian, Tamogun will come. Rajogun will come. Chalo, abhaut ho abh gaya. Man nahi garega sunnega. Ab baad nah sunenge. So, no. Like in our sadhana, hearing Bhagavatam is part of daily routine. Sometimes, due to preaching work, we have to, we sleep very less. But nevertheless, entire five-hour sadhana you attend, even though you are feeling sleepy, In the Bhagavatam class, somehow walk, wash your face, but try to hear. This is called dhidavaritaha. With great determination, Prabhupada tells, if you have to feel tangible advancement in spiritual life, you have to be very, very determined. Spiritual life should be followed in a military discipline. So that is how we follow sadhana, in a military discipline, dhidavaritaha. So if you want to make advancement, make commitment. Come what may, at this time, I will get up in the morning. These many minutes, I will chant. These many minutes, I will hear Bhagavatam. This much, I will read. So you fix for yourself, but never lose that level what you have set for yourself. This is called sadhana. So with great determination. And when this determination is possible, when we do satatam kirtayanto, Because if you are not chanting the Krishna's name, we are under the modes of nature. We are under nature's control. So thus, it is very, very important that we always keep on chanting. This is the first principle. Throughout the day, morning to night, as much as possible, keep on chanting and keep on reminding others to chant. When you are always chanting Krishna's name, then you will get strength to counter the forces of nature. Otherwise, if you are not chanting, you are helpless under the control of nature. So in order to have strong determination, satatam, always keep on chanting as much as possible. So this is the behavior of Mahatma. So simply, if you take shelter of pure devotee, Endeavor with great determination to follow his instructions. Don't exert your brain too much to understand Krishna without engaging in his service. Engage in his service nicely and always chant the name. Great determination, Krishna will reveal himself. And when Krishna reveals himself, we will surrender. Oh, you are God. Now I have understood after so many births. Now I surrender unto you. And as soon as we surrender, then we are immediately beyond all the troubles of this material life. This is the way to become happy. With this, I would like to end. Any questions? So, uh, the Bhagavad Gita class is over. The devotees can carry on. But I will be online till 9.15 to answer the questions as some devotees have already put up. Dandavat, Prabhuji, what is the difference between Muni and Rishi? Rishi means a sage, and uh, Muni means a philosopher. Marshi Ved Vyas, in Devi Bhagavat Puran writes, Shakti is ultimate. In Vishnu Puran he writes, Vishnu is ultimate. In Bhagavatam he writes, Krishna stu Bhagavan swayam. In Shiv Puran is the Ultimate written by Maharshi Vedvya's disciple Romharshan. Okay, you are asking why various Puranas describe various gods as supreme because those Puranas are meant uh, to explain about those gods, so they will be glorified. But overall, uh, if you understand uh, the Vedvyasa's guidance, so Vyas he was not satisfied even after writing. Shiv Puran, even after writing Devi Puran, even after writing Markande Puran and all those things and all the Upanishads, he was dissatisfied. So then Narad Muni tells him why you are dissatisfied because you have not directly described the Supreme Personality. And unless people get this knowledge, people also will be dissatisfied. That is why the last composition of Ved Vyas, the last scripture that he gave us is Srimad Bhagavatam. After writing that, he got satisfied and Bhagavatam is all about Lord Krishna. And we discussed in previous class also And this question we have discussed many times before also how we can understand that who is supreme. Uh, So you can call the devotee whom you are in touch with, he will explain you very nicely using various references and logical understanding how Krishna is supreme personality. Why there are four ultimates in these different Puranas I explained, what is the purpose of being self contradictory, it is not self contradictory, just like when we read any subject matter in the beginning, it appears to be contradictory. It is because of our limited understanding. For example, a small child can tell, for brother, it is important to sit with calculator. Without that, he cannot clear. In college, it is compulsory. And for you, it is ban. It is sin. So it is not contradictory instruction, but instruction is given as per the people. So those people who are tamsikh, They cannot directly come to Krishna Bhakti. For them, worship of Chandi, Kali is recommended. For them, Tamsik Puranas are there. There are six Tamsik Puranas, six Rajasik Puranas, and six Sattvic Puranas. Because some people would be Tamsik, some would be Rajasik, and some would be Sattvic. Just like pre-primary, primary, high school, and higher secondary school. All schools are important. But 12th grade knowledge is much, much higher than nursery knowledge. So that is why Tamsik people are recommended to worship Chandi, Kali and all those forms. And Rajasik people will worship demigods like Brahma and all. And Sattvic people only who are very exalted in consciousness can worship Krishna, Vishnu or their devotees. Thus, we will see no Rakshas will ever worship Vishnu because only people in Satpugana can worship Vishnu. No rakshas can ever worship Vishnu. They can worship other demigods, but not Vishnu because sattvic nature is required. From this, we can understand people of and Lord Shiva himself declares, Mother Parvati Chandi himself declares. So there, is, there are instances and stories of great people. If you are devoted to these demigods, does not matter. Worship those demigods if you want, but ask those demigods, please guide me who is supreme and give me the highest benediction of life. Don't ask XYZ, give me money, give me power, give me this thing. I was also chanting Om Navashriya Mantra regularly before I seriously took to Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. But fortunately, I never asked Lord Shiva, please give me something like that. So if you ask them something, it is their responsibility to discharge the material demands. They will give and send you off. But if you ask them, please let me know who is supreme. Please guide me what is perfection. You will get the answer. Thakur Ji ko lagaya hua bhog kya? पितरों को लगा सकते हैं प्रभु जी शास्त्रों में इसका वर्णन कहां पर लिखा है प्रभु जी यस जो पितरों को हम ऑफर करते हैं वो सिर्फ भगवान विष्णु का प्रसाद ही होना चाहिए भगवान विष्णु के प्रसाद से ही पितर लिब्रेट होंगे Shastra, exactly ye kahan likha hua because Amko pitr follow karne ki jo krishna go surrender kar deta hai mat pitr sab krishna sab liberate kar immediately to simple process follow karte so Karma Kanda mein mention hoga search kar sakte online but Prabhupada explained karte that jo pinddan hota hai prasad that can liberate them prabhu india should have fought for its freedom even krishna have wanted people to strive for throwing out unjust rulers I understand your spiritual emphasis, but don't we all have to exist on material platform? Why didn't Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati send a few Vaishnavas for freedom struggle, when even Srila Prabhupada followed Gandhi in his college days, college years? So Srila Prabhupada may follow Gandhi, he may follow Hitler, any pure devotee can do any activity. Those are the past times. Even Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna himself, did not show any devotion to Krishna, did not show perfection of knowledge of scriptures. He was just a great logician. And Lord Krishna also behaved like an ordinary human being. So Lord Krishna, in order to bewilder the atheistic people and his devotees, they can act in various ways. So that is why they are acting in some way that is called leela, that is called pastime. So we should hear their instruction. Prabhupada tells, there was never a time when I have forgotten Krishna, even for a single moment. This is the instruction. Apparently, they externally, they can act in any way. So it is very important why we did not, Bhaktis Maharaj, Prabhupada's spiritual master, even though the whole country was trying for freedom, he was still preaching Vaishnavism and uh, preaching Krishna consciousness rather than participating in freedom struggle. He was having 60,000 disciples and Netaji Shubhash Chandrabhosa approached him that, please, uh, Maharaj, if you can give me some of your disciples, 60,000, can you imagine? They can just alone kill any army, 60,000 people. So these many disciples he was having. But Bhaktisdhan Maharaj, he convinced Netaji Shubhash Chandra Bose. And Netaji Shubhash Chandra Bose admitted, I have not heard this version of Bhagavad Gita. But now I have come so far, too far in my struggle for independence. I cannot actually follow this philosophy. But what you are telling is right. And then he went back. He never argued, never debated. So Subhash Chandra Bose also understood that Krishna Consciousness is much higher than this temporary. And we should not become sentimental, but understand that we are not happy even after getting so-called independence. The nation got divided into two portions and then both portions are creating bomb. People are dying out of hunger in both countries and all the money is spent in making bombs and bombs also they are not using. <laughs> so this is what happens actually. So liberation... Even you suppose so-called you dethrone the Britishers, Mughals got ruled out, you dethrone Britishers, another nation will come. And suppose India has become free. Next life, you will take birth in Sudan, in Syria, who will save you then? So if your karma is bad, always you will end up in a situation where you will have a bad rule. So the bad government is put in place when people become sinful. So people, we have to finish the sinful tendencies of the people. We have to finish their bad karma. Otherwise, if people have to be punished, a bad ruler, Krishna will install. Please understand shloka of Bhagavad Gita. Everything is under control of Krishna. Krishna sent the Britishers here. Krishna took away the Vedic culture because people became sinful. They have to suffer. So that is why bad government was put in place. So unless people are able to get rid of the past sinful actions, sinful karma, bad government will continue so that they can get punished and tormented by the laws of nature and ignorance. If a good king comes, then automatically people have to follow Krishna consciousness. So that is where the solution is to make people pious, surrender to Krishna when they chant, they will be free from the sinful actions and a good government will come automatically on the place. Otherwise, even if you have freedom, you will take birth as an animal in China or India and you will be hanged in a slaughterhouse and killed over and over again. So that is why the real freedom is freedom from birth and death. So this is the attitude of spiritualists. Hare Krishna, how do you find a genuine guru in this world of deceit? You have to be genuinely searching after truth. If you are very, very sincere to find truth, I can sacrifice anything to find true knowledge. What is truth of this world? Then you will be guided to a genuine guru. And the descriptions are there in Bhagavad Gita. What is guru? Guru means a person who gives us perfect knowledge, God has given us perfect knowledge. Anybody who is repeating simply the perfect knowledge, helping us understand that perfect knowledge simply, He is a perfect Guru. Hare Krishna, Prabhu, a Guru can never be bewildered. Brahma is our Guru. So how can Brahma get bewildered by seeing small child? If he doesn't know that child born was Krishna himself, how can he be a Guru? Very, very nice question. So Prabhu, you are saying that Guru is not a bewilder. They give perfect knowledge. And here we are seeing that our Guru is a Brahma is a bewilder. Ho rahe. So, no. so their bewilderment is not like our bewilderment. Just like Arjuna. Arjuna is a constant companion of Krishna. Arjuna came as Nar, in the Nar, Narayan incarnation. And he is always with Krishna. Wherever Krishna is taking birth, he is always under Devi Prakriti, liberated. But unless Arjuna behaves like a person who is bewildered, or he allows himself to get bewildered, Bhagavad Gita will not come out. So that this knowledge can be given to us. If Brahma is not bewildered, how can we understand that our knowledge is so limited that even Brahma could not understand? So by their bewilderment, by all these things, they help us to understand the message of Krishna. So their bewilderment is not by material nature, Maya, but by Krishna so that we can get knowledge. Those who always glorify the name of Lord and always engaged in devotional service and don't tell that I am God. Instead, he will always say that I am servant of God. He'll be genuine guru. Somebody is answering that. Yes, this is one very important condition of guru. What is five hours sadhana? Uh, Yes, we all temple devotees, we do around six hours of sadhana every day, five hours morning sadhana and one hour of reading apart from that. So this five to six hour sadhana is for temple devotees, may not be possible for everyone. That is 45 minutes or one hour of Mangala Arati, then two, two and a half hours of chanting, followed by another one hour of Kirtan, then another 45 minutes of Bhagavatam, and then one hour of reading. But you at your own place can do 16 rounds of chanting every day and uh, hear Bhagavatam and read Prabhupada books for one hour. So that is sufficient. That will take around three hours every day, three to three and a half hours. And initially, if that is also too much, start with your level. Chant for 15-20 minutes, two rounds. If that is too much, read for 10 minutes. Hear Prabhupada lectures for 10 minutes. Prabhupada lectures are available. So just do this small half in hour sadhana. And then slowly you can increase. Who is the fully satisfied person in the world? A person who is a pure devotee of Krishna, feeling tremendous love for Krishna. In this material world also, when a person falls in love, for some time, you forget sleeping and eating and other things, but it doesn't last. It gives us a glimpse of love of Krishna. So, person who is devel- who has developed love of Krishna, who is a pure devotee, he is the only satisfied person. Bhagavatam tells, Bhukti, Mukti, Siddhi, Kami, Sakalaya, Shanta, Krishna, nishkam Atayeva, Shanta. Only Krishna Bhakta is satisfied. Is Vishnu incarnation of Krishna? Krishna is incarnation of Vishnu. Vishnu is incarnation of Krishna. You can ask the devotee who is in touch with you. He'll guide more because this we have discussed many times over. I can get up at early at 4 a.m. But as of now, when I'm not on my duties, I feel sleepy. And then I get up at 7 o'clock. What should I do, Prabhuji? So just getting up early will definitely make you sleep feel sleepy. So that is a sleep early. And have your meals at least two hours before you sleep. And have light meals at night. So when you are sleeping, your stomach should not be very heavy. So eat early, eat light and sleep early so you'll not feel sleepy. You have to train the body a little. So that is why determination is required initially. How can you measure your spiritual progress? How can you know that Krishna is observing you every time? Krishna has declared in the Bhagavad Gita that He seated as Paramatma in our heart So Krishna is observing everything, our physical and mental activities also, because he seated in the heart. And how you can measure and how you can put faith that Krishna is seated in the heart, this you will understand by spiritual advancement. All these things will be revealed. And how you can measure spiritual progress by seeing how the material desires are coming down and how the pleasure in spiritual life, conviction and faith in spiritual life is increasing. How strictly we are able to follow the rules and regulations. By this we can measure spiritual life advancement. Lust and greed will come down. If Bhagavad Gita is so pure and true, so where it is said that we have to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Abhi kya dikhaya humne aapko? Satatam always chant my name. This is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. And specifically Hare Krishna Mahamantra, It is mentioned in various other scriptures also. So Bhagavad Gita is just ABCD. Always keep on chanting my name. Now, which name exactly you have to chant all these things, you will find in other scriptures, Bhagavatam and uh, all the other Puranas. They are supplementary literatures to the Vedas, to the Upanishads. So Bhagavad Gita is ABCD. Understand you have to always think of me, chant my name, engage in my service. How actually in detail you have to engage in Krishna's service, that is explained in Bhagavatam, other ways. So 9th chapter, verse number 14, Krishna tells, always chant my name. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, why is it that Krishna reveals himself only to devotees? If he reveals himself to everyone, then everyone surrender right? No, wrong. So there are two classes of people. One is called Rakshas and one is Asur, Srila Prabhupada explains. So Rakshas means who does not know about God because they are mainly meat eaters and they can eat uh, humans also. They are called Rakshasas. And a meat eater cannot understand God. So, Rakshasas do not understand God. They don't have faith in God. And there is another category of demons. They are called Asur. Asur means he is enemy of God. So, when people are demoniac and Krishna reveals himself, they will try to kill Krishna. They are so envious. So, Krishna does not cause their heart to burn unless they have developed sufficient love. Even if they know Krishna, they will not serve Krishna. They will fight with Krishna. So that is why Krishna does not reveal. Like Hiranyakashipu, he was knowing that Krishna is God. And then he told, then he uh, spoke that Krishna, he always takes part with the devatas. And he's working against the asuras or working against our family. So I will give punishment to God and I will kill God now. So this is the understanding of asuras. They know who is God and they try to attack God. So that is why he does not reveal. What advantage of getting up early morning? Because getting up early morning, the atmosphere is with guna. And unless your mind and body is sattvic, you cannot be happy. And if you are not happy, you cannot advance in spiritual life. A sad and morose person, first of all, he'll become happy. And then actually he'll make spiritual progress. So that happiness comes by sattva guna. For that, getting up early is very, very important. Hare Krishna, who are the spiritual masters currently living in their material body and interacting with human race? As of now, I do not know of any bona fide spiritual master who is living in material body and physically interacting. However, it does not cause any disadvantage to us because Srila Prabhupada is present and he is guiding. Although he is not present in physical body, they need not present in physical body to guide. His representatives, like all of us devotees, we are guiding, spreading the same instruction. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, tomorrow is Ekadashi. What is the process and how to end the vrat? So, following Ekadashi is very, very important for spiritual advancement. It is the most important fast as per the Vedas. So, on Ekadashi, the fast starts from sunrise till next sunrise. So, tomorrow after sunrise, we have to start fasting and finish day after tomorrow sunrise. It is 24 hours fasting. In that, at no cost, we have to take grains. Ideally, in Ekadashi, we should not even take water. That is called nirjala. But now in Kalyuga, our bodies are weak. Many bodies may not be able to do this thing. And we may have to attend office and other things. So if you can practice without water, it is best. And if you can uh, not do it, take water. Cannot do that, take fruits and milk. That is called Anukalpa Prabhupada explains. So in Kali Yuga, this is allowed. You can take some fruits and milk and water, but don't in, indulge in luxury. And what is the main thing that we should do on fast? That is always chanting and hearing the names of God as much as possible throughout the day. This is there. Not that ki, Prabhu nirjala you are sleeping all the day. Don't do I explained yesterday also. So fasting means that is called Upavas. Up means coming closer to God. So we have to save time from eating, from sleeping. Ideally, we should not sleep also in upwas, but that may not be possible in our current lifestyle. So save as much time as possible. Minimize the sense gratification. When you don't eat much, Prabhupada's chanting becomes very, very easy and effective. So chant and hear as much as possible throughout the day. But don't take grains at all. If you want to eat non-grain, you can have singhade kata, kutu kata, make roti puri of that, sabudana and eat. But as minimum as possible, we should indulge in senses. If Bhagavad Gita is so pure and true, where is it said I explained, 9th chapter 14th verse, is Hanumanji considered as a spiritual master? Why not, yes, pure devotee, spiritual master. So you have to follow one parampara, which is uh, coming in displic succession of Hanumanji, or you have to speak to Hanumanji directly. In this way, we can take to his instructions. As Krishna says, everything is in any pure devotee can properly liberate his disciple. It could be Hanumanji, it could be Dev, it could be any pure devotee. Any pure devotee can liberate a conditioned soul. As Krishna says, everything is in hands of you. We have just do our karma. I don't understand this question properly. What do you wish to ask? Please extend your question. How can we behave when we are in down financial crisis? By remaining satisfied because of my past karma. Now financial crisis is there, so as a matter of duty, I can try to satisfy. I can try to come out of it, but don't get unnecessarily baffled. If we have to suffer, tolerate the suffering. Krishna also did not recommend any solution, nor Krishna encouraged Arjuna. Arjuna, you can win. You do this thing. No, Krishna told, you tolerate. In material world, happiness will come and distress will also come. You may win the war, you may lose the war. Foolish people tell, no, you always think you will win. This is foolish. You always have to remain uncertain in material world. Happiness can come, distress can come. The result is fixed just per my activities of my previous activities. So if you are not able to come out of crisis, simply tolerate. The most, the biggest crisis is not able to remember Krishna always, especially at the time of death. So, at the time of financial crisis also, don't lose your Krishna consciousness. That is important. Never think you will ever be happy and situation will be always fine in material world. Ups and downs will be there. Crisis will be there. Happiness will be there. Don't get very happy in happiness. Don't get disturbed by distress. Always focus on chanting Hare Krishna. What if in the end, at the time of death, oh, it is 9.18 already. So, we can take... One question more. What if in the end, at the time of death or after that, we get to know that this path was not what we expect for breakage of birth and death. And now there is no way back to take birth as a human again ever. That can happen in any way. At least we are following some paths. And if you follow the current lifestyle, so you have seen there is definite dissatisfaction. In Krishna consciousness, there may be dissatisfaction, but Prabhupada tells what is the harm? We don't tell that you walk on thorns. We don't tell that you do something very, very uh, unique or very troublesome. You don't have to put a needle across your tongue and all those horrible things. You have to eat something offered to Krishna and take. You chant so many things, chant Krishna's name. Have some little discipline in your life. Don't commit four sinful activities. That's it. Read Bhagavad Gita. Where is difficulty? And do whatever task you are doing. No difficulty at all. Even if you don't realize, then what is the loss? You're having a good lifestyle. You'll be happy immediately.